Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Remember um, Monday and then yesterday and then also today, we're still making fun of Fergie's national anthem from Sunday. Remember that? Uh, well, we're going to keep doing that on the Colleen and Bradley show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. Thank you for that. So we've been making fun of Fergie's uh, jazzy, sultry, sexy rendition of the national anthem since Monday. And it made us think, it made us wonder, hmm, what other songs could Fergie totally ruin? And when we have questions like that, we like to um, role play a little bit in the form of Colleen and Bradley Theater. Welcome to another exciting sophisticated episode of Colleen and Bradley Theater. Playing the part of Time Life music announcer would be Colleen Lindstrom, and playing the part of Fergalicious Fergie is Bradley Trainer. Imagine owning Fergie's most treasured songs. Get the ultimate Fergie collection featuring Fergie's updated renditions of some of your favorite songs. Hymns. How sweet, how sweet the sound. Children's songs. Classic rock favorites. You have me He's now with you. Barracuda. And disco hits. Go on, no, go! Walk out that door! Just turn around now. You're not welcome here anymore. You can own all of them for just $24.99. But wait! Use your credit card and we'll take $10 off. That's right, you'll get two CDs for just $14.99. Your satisfaction is guaranteed. The Ultimate Fergie Collection is not sold in stores. Please no CODs. Please do not call. What is seriously wrong with you? (laughs) And that was another fine episode of Colleen Bradley Theater. She's a stinker, that one. Let me tell you what. I want to not listen to her album. (sighs) I will stick with my humps. But not in India when there's a cow near me. People don't know what you're saying. I know. I'll tell them. There was a woman from England who was in India who sang my humps to a cow and the cow headbutted her and broke her face. Anyway, you know, we kind of thought maybe Fergie would need 
like a, a whole rehaul of her career after that. And there are other people, though, who she could maybe take some tips from you know, who are trying to rehab their own careers. Right, Bradley? Well, like, for example, um, uh, celebrity high-paid call girl Lindsay Lohan. Oops, I'm just kidding. Actually, that was a rumor. But Lindsay Lohan, you know, allegedly is on the uh, brink of a comeback, and she's starring in a werewolf movie. What? Yeah. I know who killed me. On is this a TV movie? Actually, is this a- I know who killed me. Is Lindsay Lohan is returning because you'll remember I know who killed me was another of her uh, wonderful film uh, adaptations. I did not this know that. That's is- where she played a stripper. I know who really? killed me. Really? Yes. So this one is called The okay. Shadow Within. Here's the synopsis. Are you ready for this? Yes. In a world <laughs> where supernatural creatures roam. Do we have any music for that? Hold do you want me to second. do some like movie yeah, trailer? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hold on. Yes. While we're on the uh, Colleen and Bradley Theater. By the way, 2007 is when she did I Know Who Killed Me. So I've I essentially had me. 11 years to, to watch this movie and I've I mean, never seen it. The, the punchline with that is like, I'm glad you know who killed you. The problem is we don't and we can't find out because you're dead. Because <laughs> you can't tell us. Uh-huh. Maybe I did see this movie. Mm-hmm. Clearly made a mark. In Quite a an world. impression. Okay, here we go. Okay, here we go. This is the official synopsis for Lindsay Lohan's new film, The Shadow Within, in a world where supernatural creatures roam amongst us. Christy Wolf, a tough private investigator, tries desperately to keep her secret hidden. She's descended from a long line of werewolves. When her uncle is brutally murdered, Wolf must use her natural instinct and risk her secret to unravel the mystery before she becomes the next victim. Lindsay Lohan is a werewolf in the new movie, <sighs> The Shadow Within. Um, when when are we going to see this? Is this is this in production right well, now? Well, it's on sale right now. They're trying to find somebody to buy this dumb thing. Oh it's my gosh. Uh, apparently from the EFM floor in Berlin. What does that mean? I don't know. Holly, what does that mean? EFM. Uh, European it's probably, film market. Yes, mm, uh-huh. I was going to say, we do have an equivalent that happens in Santa Monica, but that means that's where all the B-movies... This movie hasn't been sold yet, but what they're trying to do is buy, <laughs> sell the rights to the movie so that they can get the money to make it. Oh. So okay. it hasn't actually happened yet. They just photoshopped a couple of images together, and this is what the results are. Oh, my gosh. I, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and say something. I hope this gets made. Do you? I do. Why? I will not pay to see it, but I will laugh a lot at it. This is now asinine. So the people behind uh, this particular movie are also behind a uh, J- January 16th, 2017 movie called Deprivation, which was a sci-fi horror film based on the horrifying Russian sleep deprivation experiments, which took place during the 1970s. That's a movie that exists? Yeah, apparently. Right now? I mean, it's obvious that she's mixed up. I mean, this kind of makes me think of, like, celebrities who end up in Europe, and then they just, you know, do a bunch of B-movies that nobody really ends up seeing, but she gets to collect a paycheck. Because Lindsay Lohan, frankly, is box office poison. Right now, yeah. I mean, at this point in her life, in her career... I'll say her life because I don't know that she has a career anymore. She needs to maintain. 
So like she's she just needs to figure out how to make any paychecks at all so that she can go on living a uh, life at all. Right. And this is just yeah, another one of those just, moments. I, mean, I wonder if Ooh. she gets paid for uh, this even before she makes the dumb thing. Yeah. Well, the movie says it's in post-production. I don't necessarily believe that. Meaning you think that they've already shot this? Well, IMDb says that they've already shot this. However, I remain skeptical on whether or not they've actually made this movie, but... The Shadow Within. The Shadow Within. Interesting. Oh, I'm so embarrassed. Uh, (laughs) You have secondhand (laughs) embarrassment for her? Yes. Yeah. I mean, again, she just needs to maintain. She just needs to make enough to buy her groceries and like, you know... Do whatever else Lindsay oh, Lohan sure. does. Doesn't in a she day. make residuals on like the Parent Trap? She probably she has to right on that. Like any of the the movies she's already done, um, especially yeah, if they air them on television or whatever, she's got to make some money from that. But you know, she needs to like she needs a little on top of that. I think. All right, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, this is exciting. We are going to talk to uh, a, a woman by the name of Jody Volker. She is uh, in charge of a Girl Scout troop who is in the finals of a contest that they're holding at a local diner to be the troop that supplies them with all of their cookies for their Girl Scout cookie related desserts. Pretty awesome. It's pretty cool. We're going to talk to her, find out more about that after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 107.1. Previously on Jason and Alexis. Let's talk Justin Thoreau and Jennifer Aniston. So the story from Us Weekly today is that he had reservations about marrying her from the beginning. Wait a second, well, guys. Are they separating? <gasps> oh, Alexis doesn't know. Are you kidding me? Okay, just no. let her have all the reactions not- she needs to have. Get it out, Wait Alexis. A second. What? They yeah, announced last week. Yeah, yeah oh, February 15th, they oh. said that they're splitting and they made an announcement and confirmed it. Oh. Yeah. This is no. like what happens if someone's oh. been, you know, in a coma on a soap opera. I know. They wake up and they have no idea. <laughs> I, I have been and got, oh. I've been lost in the Galapagos and I didn't know. Yeah, I'm oh. so. Oh, gosh. oh my gosh. There's my favorite line of the day. I've been lost in the Galapagos and I didn't know. Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. The radio home of Dirt Alerts. Three times a day at 820, 1220, and 520. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Yesterday, we were talking all about Girl Scout cookies, and uh, one of our listeners who knows a whole lot happened to be listening, and she said, I will share with you all the information you need about Girl, Sco- Girl Scout cookies on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything Entertainment, I'm Colleen Lindstrom, that is Bradley Trainer, and our guest is Jody Volker, and she is going to tell us about the really cool thing that her Girl Scout troop is involved in with cookies. Hey, Jody, thanks for being with us today. Hi guys, thanks for having me. Thanks for reaching out. And um, how did you end up in this these high low finals? And what does that actually mean for you guys? Um, one of our parents of my troop uh, had seen that they were doing the contest, so um, we actually it was last no, it was two Tuesdays ago, and uh, we were actually having a troop meeting that night. And so I talked to my troop and my girls, and we came up with our idea, which uh, my troop is one six two two eight. Um, and we decided to do the top 11 reasons why you should buy Girl Scout cookies from our troop. So each of my girls came up with an, uh, one of 
the reasons that you should buy them, and I did one too, and so we made it to the finals, which was really exciting. So we should say that what this means is you're in the finals, uh, High Low. That's a diner here in Minneapolis on Lake Street. It's it's a wonderful place, and they serve great food. They want to use a bunch of Girl Scout cookies in their food, and so this would allow you, if you were selected, um, and now that you're in the finals, it means th- they would buy the cookies they need for their um, for their different dishes it's from treat, you guys. Yeah, and that's 500 boxes that they're buying, so that's a huge... That's a ton. Yeah. When will you find out? We actually found out today, and we didn't win. Oh, no! That's all right, though. I'm happy another Girl Scout troop gets to win, you know? It's just exciting that somebody of business wanted to help us out in Girl Scouts that way, so it's really cool. So it was the Jimmy Fallon video that um, got the most votes. Tell us about the Jimmy Fallon video. Tell us about that. I I watched them a while ago, so I'm probably not the best person. To no, that's talk okay. About. But but so but do you know where that Girl Scout troop uh, was is located or what where they're from? I don't so you know the, some of them gave descriptions and some of them didn't um, at all. So it just I'm not sure, but I'm assuming it's Metro because nobody's going to want to travel with 500 boxes of cookies to the Hilo Diner. Mm. Okay, so now um, a couple things before we go further. We have some actual cookie questions, which I hope you'll be able to help us with. I, I hopefully. But also, you know what we should do, Colleen? Mm-hmm. Let's just figure out a way to sell a bunch of cookies for these girls. Yeah. Since they yeah. didn't get picked. Yeah, how do we How do we buy tickets from your troop? Tickets? Tickets? I, tickets to the cookies. <laughs> how, how do we buy cookies from your yeah, troop? Like, I, th- I feel like between our listeners and our own greedy selves, we should be able to sell 500 boxes of cookies for you guys. Yeah. This is true. Hmm, I'm trying to think about that. I don't know how exactly to hook you up with our troop. Well, let's... But I- Let's talk but, off the air and figure something yes. out. But um, but if you have any brilliant ideas, let us know because we're we're totally down to help. Yeah, and what? But yeah. tell us your troop number again. We are troop one six two two eight. So we are eleven. Or there's eleven fifth and sixth graders. So it's kind of cool that we're an older troop because lots of times girls, you know, don't stay in it as they get older because it's not cool. So um, I will tell you, they picked an older troop. My mother went all the way through Girl Scouts. Yeah. What's the highest, like, what's the last thing that you can be? Like, in Boy Scouts, I think it's, yeah. like, an You're Eagle Scout. Senior, yes. and you can go for the gold award. And I, my troop, when I was growing up, did that. And so I hope my troop will continue oh, through that Oh, that is so too. cool. So it is. It's fun, and it's really important. And confident building, and so important for the girls to get opportunities. So I love Girl Scouts. So yeah. it's not just about cookies. Okay, Jody, no. it's not all about cookies, but right now it's all about cookies. Can you answer a few questions for us? Yeah. Okay, first. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. First of all, yesterday we were talking about these, and um, 
what is a trefoil? So that is a Girl Scout symbol of that. It's like that, almost like an outline of the lady's head yeah. in the cookie. But it's also like um, it's also like the shape of the cookie when you see it, where there's like four little kind of the corners, like curl out a little bit. Sure. Kind of yeah. hard to explain, but so it's, it's a, a Girl shape. Scout symbol. Yeah, yeah. It's one of our symbols and. Um, every girl, like there's pins that you can get with it on there, and so it's a well-known shape. Okay, so that's okay. why one of the cookies is named a trefoil. Now it all makes sense. But not in our area. In our area, it's called a shortbread. So well, there are two different bakers, and our area has one baker. And I mean, you know, I'm not sure what regionally it's cut up as. It's just kind of what every council goes after. So, so we kind of have some of the same cookies, but they can be different names. Okay, so that actually was, uh, interestingly, like another question we had because we were kind of, as we were looking through the different Girl Scout cookies and salivating yesterday, uh, we realized that in some places they're called one thing and in others they're called another thing. And that's why, obviously, because they have two different bakers. Correct. But they taste the same, right? The recipe is the same. um, You know, a couple years ago we were with one baker and we switched and a lot of people thought that, uh, especially the Thin Mints, got better oh so it really you know i think it kind of maybe does so do i hear you saying jody that the current the current thin mints that troop number 16228 has is the better flavored thin mints we think so oh that's good to know and we have a better variety our our baker we seem to have the better variety Mm. we're pretty happy with our you're just selling it it. now we want i just i want to buy some boxes okay um one last question because we're going to run out of time in in less than a minute but uh, Jody, do you know why we like everybody decided we're supposed to th- freeze thin mints? Just because they last longer and they taste better. Oh, that oh. probably makes sense. Oh, let's see, Keep you just toss yeah. them in the oh, freezer. I hear it all the time. People have them from six, seven months ago. They pack them in their freezer because Girl Scout cookies are good, and you can only get them one time a year. Oh, it's so, so true. Oh, thank you so much for answering our Girl Scout cookie questions, Jody. Thank you guys. We're have gonna, a great we'll, day. Guys. We'll stay in touch because we're going to sell you some cookies. We promise. Exactly. Okay? Thank, Thank you, you Jody. Thanks, Jody. You guys rock. Thanks. Take care. That was Jody. She's telling us all about uh, the Girl Scout cookies. I learned a lot, and we're going to figure out how to sell some yeah, cookies we for sell this troop. Cookies for these girls. When we come back, we have some celebrities behaving badly, and we're going to tell you about them on My Talk 1071. My Talk 1071. Everything. See, in this world, there's two kinds of people, my friend those with loaded guns, and those who dig. Entertainment. Celebrities are behaving badly every single darn day, and we love to point at them and call them names. And the name that we call them on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com, everything entertainment, the name we call them is D Bags. Presenting Lord and Lady Douchebag of the Day. Douchebag! And my douchebag today is the tablerds. Uh, yeah. uh, I'm I do mean tablerds. Uh this time because of uh Jennifer and Justin breaking up. That's Justin Thoreau and Jennifer Aniston. Here's a headline for you. Justin Thoreau found post-its from Brad Pitt during Jennifer Aniston marriage. <laughs> what? <laughs> um okay. Look, here's another story of the media trying to make Jennifer look like uh, a D-bag. So uh, let me read you the story. <clears throat> this was from Us Weekly, the new issue of Us Weekly. Fans have always longed for the 90s golden couple Brad Pitt and Jennifer Aniston to get back together. 
Something Justin was keenly aware of two years ago when he found love notes Aniston saved from the heartthrob. Quote, he stumbled upon old post-it notes Brad written. A source tells us, sweet little post-its like, you looked nice tonight or miss you already. (gasps) The source explains the impact of those little notes was huge. Jen assured him this was no big deal, but Justin wasn't thrilled. Justin had moments of insecurity like that. This sounds like a movie. I mean, it like, is And a so... dumb one, and a made-for-TV why, one. Why, 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 why? Why do we constantly have to make Jennifer Aniston out to be a, a hateful um, victim? You know, or I... Or not have... even that, just like a, like a... I mean, that she's just like so like lovesick for Brad Pitt that she can't possibly maintain another marriage. You know what I mean? That's like what it sounds like. It's yeah. like... She well, just can't move but, on. But in every relationship story, she is always the loser. Right. Like, you know, Brad Pitt broke up with her. Angelina Jolie stole her man. She found out, you know, she started dating Justin and he wouldn't marry her. He wouldn't get her pregnant. He I wouldn't mean, move to live with her. I mean, it, yeah. it's so weird. I don't understand. I mean, look, I there's a lot that I do not like Aunt Jennifer Aniston will be fine. That is not the issue I have. Mm-hmm. I'm not concerned about Jennifer Aniston. She's drinking her, you know, um, what is that water that she drinks? Smart water? No. Holly, doesn't she drink some kind of like... Moon water or moon something water, like that? Mercury alkaline water? Alkaline water? Alkaline. Mm. Oh. Mm. You know, like I the water right. that's like pH balanced or mm-hmm. something? I don't know. Anyway, the moral of the story is she's living in her $21 million home. She's going to be just fine. But what is like? what is it about her... In the tabloids, that she must always be this just like womp womp. Yeah, it is kind of a, you know, it's funny because I do think a lot of times celebrities create their own image a little bit or they put out things that help support an image that they want to portray in the public. I feel like this is not the one that she's excited about. The current issue of Us Weekly is her face and it says the following Inside Jen's Shattered World. I mean, her final two months of loneliness and oh disappointment. Gosh. It's just so, it's so dumb. It's just fake. And I, and it's like, have we come so far or have we come no far? Have we not come far? We've not come we far. We haven't come far. Yes. I mean, and just like, obvi- like, like what woman picks this up and goes, oh God, that poor Jen. She's just never going to be able to find true love. She's never going to be able to have a baby. So she won't be a, she won't be a whole woman. I know she's it's really so gonna, frustrating. She's gonna die a lonely old crone, bitter and dried up, her uterus falling out on the floor and used Do to that, you store know what I think is interesting and, uh, while she knits socks for children she'll never have. Wait, did you just say she was gonna use her uterus as store? Like I'm just saying yeah, her, like, her uterus is okay. useless. I just wanted to make right? sure that I heard it falls you out because it ain't being used, and then she'll just put some, you know, potpourri. She'll buy like a discount bag from TJ Maxx, the clearance section. <laughs> you know? Oh well, I'm not using it for anything else. Here's what I will say is that when she broke up with Brad Pitt. People sided with her, I think partly because of that narrative, you know, that she was the victim and all of that. I don't think that's going to work this time. And so, however no. that, I I just don't, however they're pushing that narrative or why that is the narrative that's being pushed, I don't know why that is. I also, the only, let me be perfectly, perfectly clear. 
the only people person who is pining away for the Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt reunion is the people who were on Team Jen umpty foo years ago and haven't let go of it. She's not. Trust me. She is not pining away for Brad Pitt. She's no. fine. And maybe she is. You don't know. I mean, you don't know what's really going on. It's just, to me, it's far more... Um, it, it, it has far less to do with reality and far more to do with what storyline people are trying, like what people think sells tabloids. Mm-hmm. And apparently, um, if you break up and you're a successful woman, your life is ruined because a man left you. Mm-hmm. And how do we even know that that's the case? Right. We don't know that she didn't tell him right. that it was over. Also, yeah, interestingly, the only other thing we've heard is that he was cheating on her, right? That we've heard those rumors. We don't know what she was up to. Nobody's, you know, who knows? We weren't there. Uh, I've got another Jennifer that I'd like to talk about. She's my D-bag today. Yeah. Jennifer Lawrence. So remember the other day on the BAFTAs, Mm -hmm. she got raked over the coals because she seemed to be kind of mouthy toward um, Joanna Lumley, who had introduced her before she came on the stage. Well, this is my thing with Jennifer Lawrence, and it's pretty subtle but go with me. Okay. She can't just like say, I apologize. It was totally, you know, it's all good. We smoothed it over bygones and then move on. There has to be this like dramatic over the top scene that occurred when she apologized. And then she has to share that big dramatic scene. So here she is. Um, She did an interview uh, with a chat show uh, in the UK, where she shares what how she apologized to Joanna Lumley for all the dust up. Okay, so here, can we play that audio? Here we go. Women in Britain that are revered, the Queen and Joanna Lumley. I I love Joanna Lumley. I've been such a huge fan for so long. When I saw her backstage, I was like, oh my god! And I like grabbed her right before she went on stage, and I was just like, just go on and on and on about me. You know, obviously kidding. Sure. So then she, you know, went and gave me the nicest introduction ever. And so as a joke, which I should have, it was kind of an inside joke between us. I was like, okay, calm down, because I'm the one that told her to do it. And boy, did that go wrong. I was at the Baptist for 15 minutes and I offended England. No, you didn't. No, I love Joanna. I'm such a huge fan. And I emailed her and I was like, I am so, so sorry. If you want to come over to my hotel before Tuesday and just punch me in the face, please. And she just emails and she's like, I have absolutely no idea what you're talking about. I don't go on the internet. And I was like, cool, let's get lunch. That's a very good Joanna. She invited her to her hotel room to punch her in the face. Oh, I'm just like... Just say, you know what? It was a total misunderstanding. Uh, we're good. Thanks. And then move on. Yeah. I love Joanna Lumley, though. I also love that she doesn't go on the internet, if that's indeed true. Yeah, I love well, that. Yeah, she doesn't have to. That's amazing. I want to live in that world where I don't need to go on the internet because my life is so fulfilling that I have no time. I don't know that there are many people like that anymore. Well, Oprah. Do you think Oprah goes on the internet? I don't yeah. think so. I think she does. I don't think she does. Because I think she's probably like, oh, if you go on the internet, it destroys your soul. And she doesn't have to. Like, she literally has the internet in the form of people that are around her. Like, she, she just goes, goes what is two plus thing. two? And somebody goes, four. She doesn't have to be bothered by actually doing the internet. She probably, You're probably right.
When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we did the internet. We did the internet and we looked for some science to share with you so we can make you a little bit smarter. Yeah, science! So we'll be sharing that with you after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Previously on Jason and Alexis. This story <laughs> is all about tortoise sex. Turtle time. Turtle time. We went to the Highlands, and this is this wild Galapagos tortoise sanctuary. As we're walking around, it's mating season. Not only do we see one couple getting it on, two more in the distance. Oh. The male was trying to get up on the side, and then he was trying to... And it, it can take three to five hours sometimes oh. for them to mate. Oh. So it's just not appealing to Jason, it, apparently. Just, oh. get it over, just get it over with. I mean, we've got laundry to Come do. On, yeah. we to, I want a nap. Come on. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> I have things to do. Come on. Target, just get it over with. <laughs> Bringing you everything entertainment. Jason and Alexis in the morning with producer Don on My Talk 1071. We are very grown up and mature here on the no. Colleen and Bradley show. No. No. Uh, and we want to show you how mature and smart and grown up we are by sharing some sciencey stuff with you. Science! On My Talk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. We are everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And uh, Bradley, have you brought some smart stuff to share? I didn't mm, Turns more. Turns out the British are just like us, Colleen. Why? Because. It's true. Four in ten Brits say they're uncomfortable with sending food back if there's a problem. So, you know, we talked about this not too long ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I have issues sending food back, and um, it turns out it is a worldwide problem. Okay, so same. how do we know this? Uh, science, I think, mm-hmm. is what I told you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, what what how, how, method? Science. Okay. So they 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 asked people what? Yeah, no. no. A third, in fact, of uh, Brits responded by saying they rarely or never send food back if there's something wrong with it. On those occasions uh, where you are eating out and there is something wrong, how much of you send it back? And literally a third said rarely, if ever. Every time. Do you know how many people said they would return their food every time? Like, like an eighth. No, that's not actually correct. 16%. Okay, 16%. I actually don't know what an eighth would be, but... I think it's about 16%. No, actually, I don't. To v- multiply 16 I'm, by I'm doing eight it. I'm doing it. Hold on, happens. please. 16. Um, but 16 by an eight is two, you guys. It's 128. 128. Yeah, so... Math is not our strong No. Anyway, the the moral of the story is the majority of people in the United Kingdom have problems turning their or sending their food back. Uh, I don't understand this. Why? Because if something is not, you know, I mean, if it's like kind of not all the way wrong, I'll just eat it because honestly, I don't really care. But if there if it's like it says rarely, it doesn't say never. Okay. I don't know. I just I do. I don't have a problem with it. Okay, so if I said, when your food is not the way you asked for it to be, here's the question. Mm -hmm. I will ask you, 
on those occasions where you're eating out and there's something wrong with your food, how often do you send it back? If there's something wrong with it, always. Always. I think, yeah, if it's something that I am like, that's not what I ordered, then hi, I just... Not uh. that's not what... Or I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Right. There's no, something... what I mean is, like, that's not the way I ordered it. Or that's not what I asked for. So you always exactly. send your food back yeah. if there's something wrong with it. Yeah, well, and I don't think, I mean... I, I think that it all has to do with how you send it back. But but I find this fascinating. So tell me more. I I mean I did. Okay. I just don't I, I don't I don't understand why. Does it did the science tell us why people won't send it back? No, because they just don't want to do rude. it. Yeah, I guess so. I guess that's the thing I think is weird. That's the question I have next is do you think it's rude to send your food back? Now, do you want to know uh, the number one reason why they sent their food back? So like yeah. you said, whenever there's something wrong with your food, you send it back. Yeah. Well, here were some of the things. Uh, the, these were some of the reasons that made that list. Uh, they sent the wrong meal. Okay. So 92% actually send their food back. Right? Yeah. Because if you ask for like chicken and you get steak, that's a no brainer. Right. right? Then it goes to the food was undercooked. Undercooked. That was the second most obvious reason. The plate was not clean. Yep. Okay. So mm-hmm. I'm going in order of like the most likely reason. But down down at the bottom of the list are the portion size was too small. Oh, okay. That's dumb. I would the, never do that. The food was presented poorly. Mm, unless there's hair in it. I didn't like the food. That I wouldn't do. I would just not eat it. A request I had made was not followed. For example, no ketchup. I would send it back for that. Well, I would just say, can I have some ketchup, right? Well, yeah. If it's something I could add, I would ask for the thing to add. But if it had something I wanted, didn't want. So now I'm going up the list. So the food was overcooked. The food was too cold or too hot. Part of the meal was missing. The food had hair in it. So the food had hair in it, obviously, was more likely to get the food sent back. I mean, 100% of the time, if there's hair in my food, I'm like, hey, FYI. I will say there, I don't, I think there have probably been times where I've seen a hair and I'm just like, oh, no. But if it's like one of them long hairs and you like pull it out and it's like stuck oh, to things. Oh, my God. Then I would probably apologies to anybody who's enjoying their lunch right now. Because it's one thing if it's like food, like a piece of hair got on a plate that somebody was just carrying the plate to you versus like it's baked into my like risotto. So one time we went to a restaurant and uh, I I saw a very short, dark hair in my food and it was a duck dish. And I was like super excited because duck like you don't that's what it looked like. You don't get duck very often. Like a public hair. That's what it kind of looked like a public hair. And so I sort of alerted somebody and I was like, hi. And here's the thing. Like, I think that for just as embarrassed as we are to point it out, 
in the first place, they're embarrassed that it's there. So the the place where I was, they looked at it and they were like, oh, that does look like a hair. And then they brought it back to the kitchen and then they came back and they were like, we we don't think that's a hair. And I'm like, well, I'm not here to, to be concerned with whether or not it was a hair. Oh my God, how They tried to that? tell me it was like some part of burnt carrot or something. I was like, I'm not here for that conversation. I'm just, can I just get something fresh that doesn't have anything that could um, resemble a hair? Holly, can you also uh, tell the story of the worst food, something's in my food story thing, picture, that thing we talked about yesterday? Is she not listening? She's no, listening. I she am. doesn't know what you're talking I, about. I don't know what you're talking about. Okay, so there was a photo you showed me yesterday that ruined my appetite and desire to ever order delivery pizza again. Yes, this was a story that came to us courtesy of a it's little ruin you. of a little Caesars. So there's a little Caesars. I don't remember where it is, but it's Mad not in, you already. It's not in Minnesota, but that <laughs> little Caesars. If I had to have my my like innocence taken away, you should too. Yeah, let's all have our innocence taken away. This was a little Caesars uh, that was in Will you send Indiana. The oh, of course. I'm just going to put it right here okay. on the grid. I'm going to put it right here. This is concerning. A Little Caesars in Indiana. This Little Caesars, I believe, is no longer in operation as health and uh, a couple found. Oh, no. Oh, no. A couple who took home a Little Caesars hot and ready. Yummy. Five dollars, right? Well, they found mice poop baked into the crust of their pizza. And the worst part, Colleen, it's on the bottom, which means... How many times have you eaten a pizza and not looked at the bottom of the crust? Yeah. And I'd All also, of the times. And so well, now and here's something. you will always look at the bottom of the crust. Yeah. And also looking at the photo evidence of this pizza with the rat poop baked into it ah! that looks like little chocolate sprinkles. <laughs> the entire pizza is not there. Meaning, I'm assuming that Jonathan yes! McNeil and his girlfriend. How many pieces did they eat before they figured it out? I'm thinking maybe about one to two. So they at least ingested some of the rat poop pizza. Y'all. I'm sorry. I just, I that didn't was want horrible. to be alone. That is horrible. Check the bottoms of your crusts. People. I do have to say, listen. Also, but this could be deceptive because would your initial thought go to this is mouse scat? Uh, yes. When I looked at it, yes. The pattern that it was in, yes. All of it, yes. Also, I don't ever, 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 ever want to actually sit down and have a conversation with uh, what are the people who do the investi- like do the, the health, oh, health inspectors? Health inspector? get on, let's no. get one on the show. We used to have this guy in Houston when I lived in Texas. His name was Marvin Sindler. He was also the guy that like busted the like Bunny Ranch, or the oh, best really? little whorehouse in Texas. Yeah. But he had this thing on TV, and I think we should do this here. Um, because he would report every week on the people who got cited, all the restaurants that got ticketed. And then he would yell out, because this was a common thing, slime in the ice machine! <laughs> because that's apparently a common thing. He'll slime be like, in the ice machine. there was slime! 
them in the ass machine. We I, should get one of those oh, people on. Geez. Okay. Health I mean, inspector? I, is that what they're called? Sure. Yeah, I think so. But knowledge is power, Colleen. Uh, is it? Or is it going to just Why shut you down you from all the, the places? Have you ever seen the inside of a McDonald's shake mas- machine when it has not been properly cleaned? No. no. Is that a video on yeah. YouTube that I should watch? Yeah, I'm going to find a picture I of really it. don't really want to know these things. Also, can we just, can you can you just sign off on this since we've now gone completely yeah, off Yeah, no, topic? we're not doing my science. I'm it's sorry. Fine. No, we'll, I'm fine with it. We'll start with it tomorrow, but... Um, can you just sign off on the... Th- Why can't we have, like, the letter system they I do in New York? I don't know, because that is the thing... That is, like, the scarlet letter. If you have anything less than an A, you should be embarrassed. Yeah, look at the link underneath oh, the geez. mouse poop link. Wow, okay. <laughs> well, this we should is post how, these. I'm going to post these on far we've Twitter fallen, so yeah. that you can see these. Gross? Uh, I'm sorry. Ish. And bye. Okay, we'll be back. After this, we're going to be talking with a a wonderful local comedian about a great project that you can be a part of every single Wednesday in the Twin Cities. You've got to hear about this on My Talk 1071.